said I wanted an intro, I've forgotten it, yeah. so. Welcome back to Three Free Movies. I'm Lila. I'm Nick. I drank some tea that was too hot. Uh-oh. Ouchie? Just a little bit. Fair. Don't worry, I swished it around, we're good. It's like, uh, alright, we saw Poor Things. Here's the first thoughts. Alright, big trigger warning on this one. At the beginning, I think that, that might have been upsetting for some people. She's about to say some shit that she don't mean. Don't listen. I have several things to say. Number one, if you thought Saltburn was too messed up for you, this, don't step foot near the theater while this is playing. Sol- you don't want to overhear this Saltburn was a gay level of respectful messed up. This was heterosexual messed up, yeah. which is always infinitely worse. Oh my god, I do think this might be passing Spider-Verse for me. We'll return to this. Um, but this was just like the most perfect. I could have used a little bit more surrealness generally, but I kind of liked it. Oh, it a was good surreal? surreal. Hey, was it surreal? Yes. I thought that perhaps well, that was a me problem. Who accidentally got too high before going to see the, the most fucked up movie of the year? Not me. I would never. I see. Because I Google things before I do things. And so I would have Googled it and I would have known and then I would not have made those choices. That's silly. It's crazy how that happened. I wonder who that was. Anyway, um, really quite good. I liked it a lot. Um, like a lot, a lot. It kind of, okay, hear me out. It kind of reminded me of Siddhartha, but with different plot points. Hmm. <laughs> it kind of reminded me exactly of the plot of Siddhartha. I don't know if there's any like mythology nerds. It's real messed up. Gore. Gore. Sex. There is a question of like, when does it become just softcore? And when is it? There's the first thoughts. Okay, well, first of all, Poor Things, phenomenal movie. I absolutely loved it. It might be scoring second of the year, of the whole year for me. Um, It was like the perfect amount of surrealism and like super fucked up that is like mm, so good. Yeah, it's what I want. The the house in the beginning reminded me of the Gaudi houses. I don't know what that is. I wish I remembered more of Siddhartha, so I could explain why it reminds me of Siddhartha. Um, I think it was the, well, the Siddhartha went, like, Siddhartha was a very simple story at face value, and it went beat for beat through, like, events that would happen very clearly. Um, and, like... He learned uh, a bunch of different lessons to get to enlightenment. And it felt like this movie went beat for beat as well to enlightenment. And I want to know if the, the girlies on TikTok are about to start saying some shit about, um, about some literary analysis about how it was like Siddhartha. Because I'm going to feel extremely intelligent. So I don't know anything about Siddhartha. So I cannot uh, tune in here, but I found what I was looking for. Casa Botlo by Gaudi in Barcelona. I'm looking at it. Yeah, it just like the whole thing. There's wrinkles in there. Felt very Gaudi. Every little bit of the architecture in London, in Portugal, in Paris, just a little bit. Um, but like I could not. The buildings about were it. slaying. Yeah. From what I could tell. Massively good. She's an, ar- she's an architecture nerd and was also sober, so she's probably perceived a lot more of that. I just got the general impression that it was pretty swag. <laughs> uh, so good. So, 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 so good. 
I want to sit down at a table with, like, the art directors and, like, the designers for this movie. And ask them if they've read Siddhartha, and if so, have they compared it? They are not the Siddhartha ones. You want the writers, perhaps, Can't or the word. directors? Between the two of us, we got them. Two tables! Hmm. <laughs> um, well, who did direct this, speaking of? We need we need a director, a director-based board or note. We can make that happen. Our whiteboard is so full of bullshit. Directed by Yorgos Lanthimos. I don't know anything about that. What do you got going on? He got, he got, he got Dog Tooth, The Lobster, The Favorite. The Lobster? Killing of a Sacred Deer. Yeah, bro, this guy does some weird shit. This guy does, oh, he loves to be surreal, I fear. Nice. That's this man, because The Lobster was wild. Not wild. Not wild like this one, let me tell you. Um, But the, (laughs) The Lobster was strange. Delightful. Should we walk through the plot, roughly? Yeah, let's do it. Do you remember the plot? I like this game. I think, yeah, I was thinking that we should play this game where I walk through the plot and then you walk through the actual plot. Sure. Um, because I was about 100% higher than I anticipated or expected to be or wanted to be Mm -hmm. for this one. My question was, why did you get high in the first place? Um, remembering that we were about to see one of the, quote, most effed up movies of the year. But that is your prerogative and who am i to tell you well see what went through my head was i'm on my way home and i am thinking today um i would like to uh go to i would see the weed dimension i would go elsewhere did you reach i would see the corridors of my mind Ooh, it's one of those it's one of those after shifts and then i thought well we've got poor things and then i thought well i could probably be normal enough for that um I feel like you were normal enough. I could, I could be, I could act normal enough that I don't scare anyone in the theater, and that's really all I need. Um, I don't look up anything about movies before we go. We at have all. seen the trailer for this movie. It did look weird many, many, many times, and it was fine. I mean, it wasn't a horror or anything. It wasn't a thriller or anything like that. Um, it was just messed up. Yeah, it looked spooky. It looked uncanny valley, mm. but in my heart. I wanted to, um, I wanted to visit the back rooms emotionally, um, more than I cared about how bad it might mess me up, and actually, um, it didn't mess me up too bad, but boy, could it have. It absolutely could. It absolutely could have ruined my life, (laughs) for sure. Um, okay, so what I think happened, leave now if you haven't seen the movie. Don't leave. It's It's your last chance. Don't leave. Unless. Unless. <laughs> um, no. Uh, so, well, I'll start. I'm not gonna go. I'm gonna go chronologically with the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna spoil it, because I didn't know at first. But, um, this lady jumps off of a bridge, right? And then it's like, damn, why'd that happen? Anyway, next thing. Mm-hmm. You don't know why she did that? Nope. Um, uh, Willem Dafoe has a fucked up face and a really comic way of telling you about why his shit is fucked up like that. He just, he'd be casually just saying, like, oh, yeah, I got tarred and feathered by my dad. It was really fucked up. I, he, he put electroshock paddles on my balls. Anyway, um, this is why, this is how to do surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, like, put a, put a baby brain into a fully grown woman, which, this was, this was, uh, this was a lot to grapple with, personally, um, due to, like, dubious issues of consent on the horizon. Um, the vibes were strange in there. Because immediately, Willem Dafoe was like, yeah, check this shit out, very cool science. And then, like, 
He's like, I can't watch this bitch all the time, so I need this, like, grad student or whatever to come watch and take notes for me. And he was like, she's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life. It's like, girl, can you actually, like, like, that's a toddler. He put a toddler in there. Can you be cool? He couldn't be cool, though. So that was kind of strange. Um, but, like, she grew rapidly mentally, apparently. So, like, it was fine, I guess. I don't think so. But that's just me. Um, so he's like, uh, I'm gonna marry her, and she still, like, can't even talk. Like, her brain don't even work. She's like a toddler in a lady body. Um, she discovers jerking it real early, though. That part was strange. She, yeah, there was some cucumber stuff, you know, classic. Um, it was just all around odd vibes. But she decides to run away with this other lawyer dude, who kind of sucks shit, but is pretty funny. Um, Played and, by Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> yeah, that shit was crazy. He hit the role of a lifetime. Fuck Hulk. <laughs> she runs away to Europe with him, and this nice, um, misguided gentleman that wanted to marry her is, like, chilling with the, the Dr. Willem Dafoe, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so she runs away to London, and is like, nope. dude, your vibe's not London? Okay, it was, like, Portugal. It was, like, Portugal, then Paris, then London. There's subtitles to help. Don't, don't worry about it's it. It's not my turn yet. She's shaking her head at me. I'm (laughs) fighting for my life to get through this in a concise manner. Um, She goes to Portugal, and she's like, dude, your vibes are rough. Oh, wait, there's a lot of... This is the part where I get lost. Okay. This is the part where I was less lucid. Um, There's a a lot of nasty fucking in Portugal, but then she's like, I want to explore the world. Um, And he's like, I think that we should fuck some more, actually. And so she goes out and explores the world. Fuck that guy. I think, doesn't he kidnap her on a boat? He yeah. kidnaps her on a boat after that, because he's like, well, this won't do. Simply, I need to trap you into um, doing things. This movie was feminist, by the way. This is a feminist film. I support I support women's wrongs. <laughs> um, and she, jump, she gets off the boat. Mm-hmm. She meets this chill guy who's like, hey, poverty exists because he doesn't like how happy she is. And he's like, I can fix it. So he shows her poverty and she's like, damn, that's fucked up. And right now I feel like she's like mentally like high school age, just so you like. She got through toddler, through the kidnapping. She got, she got through like middle school and high school during the kidnapping. Now she's like college age in her brain, it seems. Or at least high school. So she's like, she gets off. She, oh, she steals his money, gives it to poor people, he's pissed, because he was gambling and passed out, she's like, scoop, um, and then he's so mad, so they get dropped off, because they can't pay for their fancy boat, and she's like, hmm, I must make some money, and then she accidentally runs into this very sick, very swagger, um, old, is she a, is she a lady pimp? I don't know how the olden day... Um, brothels go. Well, yes, she's she, a lady pimp. She, I think she would be called a like a madam. Hmm. A, sh- a swag old lady pimp. She is swag. Yeah, her tattoos baller. Um, she had tremendous drip pizzazz and eyeshadow. <laughs> um, but she was like, "Hey, you could work here," and she was like, "I would like to fuck nasty, and I also would like to earn some money." So that kind of that's swag. Um, so she makes bank, I guess, and then goes to school. She's going to school in there. Yeah. There were classrooms. Um, she's, like, intel- she becomes intelligent. She gets from high school to, like, telling Mark Ruffalo off, like, fuck off, man. Me and my brothel sisters are gonna get educated. And they do, and it's awesome. 
What uh, what happened? What happens after brothel? She she eventually tires of it. She says, um, "I feel like they find her. They find out she's alive." So Mark Ruffalo comes back and is like, "Come, come back home. We miss you." And she was like, "Damn, hey dad, what did you do to me? Like, what's popping?" And she's like, "Oh, so you were this lady that jumped off a bridge and you killed yourself, and so I took your because you were pregnant, so I took your baby out and I put your baby brain into the brain." of your mom, and then brought you back to life, which is buckwild crazy, because then you're thinking about the, like, the, like, dubious consent age issues in the beginning, and then add the fact that you're in your, like, mom's body, which is kind of freaky, um, but anyway, Mark is like, uh, I miss you, come home, oh yeah, she already came home, so she goes to marry Mark Ruffalo, because she's like, aren't you, aren't you tired of, oh, they were engaged before, Not Mark hold Ruffalo. on, Mark Which, Ruffalo plays the fuckboy lawyer. Oh, him? Who is the who is the nice gentleman? I don't know. Yeah, I don't he's the nice... Uh, scratch all that that I said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, she goes back to marry the nice idiot. Mark Ruffalo, at this point, is, like, ripping his hair up, pissed outside the brothel, because um, he's a dipshit and can never understand uh, the, w- the true ways of the world. I don't know. Um, she goes back with the nice guy to marry him, and then her old husband from when she was the mom in the body, is like, hey, come with me. And she's like, word, I'm going to try that out. Which, personally, me, I was like, nah, this dude has a slimy mustache, and I don't trust him like that. She goes anyway, which, like, both the decisions that she was going to make was going to be bad to marry either of them. So it was like, damn, fuck it. We ball. So she goes over there, and he's like, I hate women being independent. And I think that you should be a baby farm, and I'm gonna snip off your clitoris, which was crazy because he had a special device about it. Um, very, very high tech. It wasn't. It was very low tech. A snip snip. Um, <laughs> oh, I spilled my tea. Just, just for no reason. I just tilted it, and then it it went on my leg. That'll do it. Yeah. yeah. Got so caught up in the euphoria of the retelling. You're doing um well. This was an easy one. There, there are worse ones for me to try and retell that could have gone way worse. But end um, movie. end movie. No, he fucking. She's like, well, that simply won't do. And so he's waving a gun around at her because that's his little trick. And it do kind of work for him. They, they listen when he wave a gun around. Um, but eventually she splashes a chloroform martini on his face and fucking shoots him in the foot. And then, um, I can't bring myself to ruin the ending. But, um... That's crazy. I'm gonna ruin it. Well, I mean, well, uh... It's, it's not like a huge twist ending. I mean, I thought that it was delightful well, and yeah. not what I saw happening. I didn't see it coming. Sure, sure. I, su- I mean, I suppose we're assuming they've seen it now and, and they probably want to talk about the ending mm-hmm, with us, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, they put, they put the bastard man's brains in the goat brain, and then they fucking just delightfully, um, her and her brothel sister, who I think are in love, um, are, like, reading books, and with another of a, oh, they tried to do the experiment again with a different girl, cause they're fucking weirdos, cause they're nasty science freaks, um, but I think it was a happy ending, and I thought it slayed. It did slay. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> For anyone... I yield the rest of my time. ...who has seen the movie 
and is maybe perhaps screaming at their phone, their computer. Um, what I do? Whatever. Nothing. It wasn't. It was fine mostly. There was just some bits that I was like, "That's definitely not how that happened." Um, so I'll go back over it so super quickly um, just to fix a couple things. First of all, we you were you were mostly right. She did jump off the building in the first one. It was super fun because the the jumping off the building bit was in color, and then it immediately jumps to black oh, and shit. white. Oh shit! So delightful. oh wait, hold on. The lens, the lens on the goddamn film was like fish eyed this whole time, and it made it real weird, especially for me, because I'm <laughs> I'm st- I remain a little high. Nice. It was delightful. Delightful. This is gonna take at least three watches for me personally. I would love to see it a first time. <laughs> I would love to see this movie a first time. Nice. Um, are you made a comment about, um, consent here. So funny, by the way. Um, so... She thinks consent is funny. I do. Hilarious. Harass her on Twitter. We don't find out what's wrong with her for a long time, actually. For a little bit. Um, we just know that, like, she's not good up there. Um, so this evil, evil scientist guy who is evil oh he's evil oh wait i do i would like to say um and this might be outing myself a little bit this movie didn't read as like super fucked up to me none the only thing that read as overtly like this is fucked up was the like mental age versus physical age discrepancy Mm -hmm. that one was rough the rest of it did not read as nothing Mm -hmm. Much of this movie is fucked up. Ah, I see. Much. Um, so yeah, he's evil. The, the, the main dude... Oh, but he her... was so chillin'. No, dude. No, but he, dude. but his vibes were so tight. Willem Dafoe... <laughs> his he just looked kind of crazy. He was called God. Oh yeah, that's right. By the main character, Because his name's Godric. It's God easily Wayne. just a simple nickname. <laughs> Nothing to read into there. Ah, he, he. Anyway... Okay, so they're in this super crazy, awesome house. If you are interested at all in what I think, I think that you should Google Gaudi's Casa Botlo, two Ts, to get, like, a medium idea of what this house could have looked like, but you absolutely need to see the movie for all of the visual effects for this. It was delightful. Um, Consent is, like, a big, huge, massive, like, overarching point of this movie, just so you know. Just so I know? Just, like, the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was a lot of bodily autonomy stuff that I perceived. Um, and so that goes hand in hand with consent usually. Yes. So I'm not surprised. Yes. Um, it was just the, you made the point of, it didn't seem like a super great consent move. And I'm like, absolutely not. It wasn't. That was the point. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> I made a bunch of notes, but they were just replies. And I don't remember what you were talking about at the moment. Like, this one just says, obviously not, dumbass. Um... <laughs> I don't know what that was for. So, so sorry. quickly, the thoughts leave your mind. Indeed. Um, anyway, so Bella is here. Evil professor has drawn um, this med student, um, who I guess he probably saw felt like was sort of easy to manipulate. <laughs> he did have that kind of vibe. I'm gonna guess. Um, so he brought him there. You know, absolutely no consent from him to be a part of this experiment. No consent from Bella to have had this happen to her in the first place. Um, no consent from either of them, you know, with each other, their weird love thing going on. Love it for Bella later, I guess. Um, but the professor gets the lawyer guy yeah, to write up a contract regarding their marriage, like, uh, the, the med student and Bella's marriage. 
um, and saying that the med student is stuck at the house forever if that happens. Like, he can't leave with Bella. Um, anyway, lawyer guy, I don't remember his name right now, but lawyer guy takes Bella. That's Mark Ruffalo. It is Mark Ruffalo. Mark <laughs> Ruffalo, the lawyer, takes <laughs> Bella to Lisbon, Portugal. Um, and you, She always you, wanted to go there. To Lisbon? Yeah. Did she? She pointed it on the map. She was just pointing at a whole bunch of Yeah, because she was a toddler brain, so really... They were teaching her. Um, she was pointing at the map and saying, where is that? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I digress. All right. Uh, yeah, so lots of fucking... I want to raise a point about... <laughs> when does it become, like, a, hey. a, a point to be made versus, like, just a softcore porn? That, hey, like... I took for granted that Saltburn was, like, tasteful nudity, like, artsy nudity. This was a little bit... Nudity! This was, yeah. Do you remember in Oppenheimer when there was nudity and we were like, I actually didn't need that and it felt a little distasteful? It was worse than that. Well, it was, like, there were... It was more titties than that for longer. Mm -hmm. It was more of everything than in Oppenheimer Mm -hmm. by, like, 600%, I think. No, for sure. Absolutely. Um, it was, I don't know, Oppenheimer, the distastefulness was especially potent to me. Mm. This felt less distasteful, but there was just more of it. So the effect was generally the same of like, oh. Yeah, you know what? It was because it was contextual, like it made sense in context. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, but there, like, there it, hit a point. It was contextually was like, appropriate, but like, the, the like, maybe it wouldn't have been weird if this is how we made all movies, but usually... In the year of our Lord, 2023, it was probably, it was different in the 80s. Movies in the 80s have, like, yes. I feel like, way more titties. Cool. Not not these days, though, except for sometimes they do put a lot of nudity in there. They just, like, Emma Stone, the whole hog in there. And it's like, hey, we don't usually do that. And did somebody ask for it? Did Emma Stone say, hey, um, should I take my clothes off? I mean, it was probably I have written in. Like, she probably knew when she took the job. Probably. I'm gonna guess. It was a huge part of the movie. So. It takes a little bit of the joy out not um, being aware that they didn't have to take their clothes off, and they just decided, should I should I get naked and do a line of coke off this desk? Oh, you mean Barry Keoghan? I'm thinking about Barry Keoghan. In Saltburn, perhaps? I miss him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so, she goes out and explores. First of all, she stressed me out so bad when she just left the hotel in Lisbon. So I, was, I, so I like had full faith in her, dude. No. She's gonna be fine. No. <laughs> I thought she was dead. Um, she does have plot armor, though, so we love that for her. <laughs> um, the guy, the lawyer guy, who was a fuckboy, told her in the beginning... Marcus Ruffalo. Don't fall in love with me. And then Marcus Ruffalo <laughs> falls in love with Bella. Dumb fucker. Yeah. He's the stupidest man. Um, Just so you know, yeah. he's quite... He's like a real dunce. Quite terrible. We hate him a lot. Um, anyway, he falls in love and then says, you can't leave the house anymore. I'm worried about you because now you have other men touching you. Yeah, um, he's he's a real prude. Mm. Kidnaps her, puts her, like, convinces her because he can to get into this massive trunk. <laughs> um, and, like, brings her to the boat. And then she's stuck on the boat for I forgot he put her in a days. trunk, dude. I thought yeah. he was going to throw her in the fucking Thames. Me too! <laughs> oh, I, I thought she was gone. Her. Um, Yes. Boat life was spectacular for me personally. I cannot believe you just, like, glazed over Martha and Harry. Martha uh, and Harry slayed. I love them so much. Um, old woman Martha, American Harry, like, 
Harry the Cynic. Harry's the one who showed her poverty in Alexandria. I swear to God, this was so Siddhartha coded. Yeah, nobody. I'm screaming into the void right now, but it was so Siddhartha. You should see if it's there's like, lessons. Con- like like shit. There, there was connected. there was lessons involved. That is what happens in storytelling. God Generally. damn it! You don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Harry, my beloved, might have been my favorite character, a cynic, um, they talk about philosophy, she's, like, she's starting to think about life, and how, like, she interacts with the world, and how the world interacts with her, and all that fun stuff, is super, super fun, Emma Stone did a fan-fucking-tastic job, um, so delightful, love her so much, yeah, she, she sees the poverty, she takes all the money away, she goes and gives the money to the ship, uh, crew, and they're like, we'll take the money to the poor people for you, and she believed them, which is still, like, she's still naive, she's just getting slowly smarter, um, super fun, I love that, um, and then, because they lost all the money, they land in Paris, she starts to work at the whorehouse, love it so much, it's, like, super bodily autonomy, love it, girl, 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 all, all in there, um, and then God is dying, <laughs> so, like, they have, at this point, like, meanwhile, hey, there's metaphors in here, yeah, this God movie, is dying this movie contains metaphors. Oh, uh, they've made Felicity a second version of her weird baby brain thing. Um, she's not working quite as well some for some reason. We didn't get any details on that, like why or why not. I mean, um, God did decide to be meaner this time because his feelings got involved with the first one. Do you think it's like feral child stuff? I don't know. Maybe. Well, okay. So if you're mean to kids, they turn out different. I mean, yes. I think it was... That she was progressing slower, though. Like, just generally. I don't know. We don't get any details. You have a point. Um, so Felicity's there. God is dying. They are looking for her. They can't find her. She's learning. She's a socialist meeting. She's going to surgery, like, college um, with her gal pal from the They were house. best friends. Yes. Just, you know, really close roommates, you could mm-hmm. call them. Yeah. Know. Um... <laughs> Mark Ruffalo's character sends God and the med student a letter um, regarding Bella, like, oh my god, she's here, or come get me. You (laughs) have released a demon into the world because he has gone crazy because he is so terribly in love and he's lost all of his money and Bella has driven him to the absolute edge. Love her so much. She's such a sleigh. Um, So God's dying. She finds out. She goes back. They're gonna get married. Her and the Metsune are gonna get married. They come to an agreement, which is super cute. Um, evil, you know, ex-husband from before she was the baby brain came. Her name was Victoria. Um, he sucks really bad. You hit this part pretty much on the mark. Um, shot him in the... Chloroform martini. Foot. Shot in the foot. They put... Yo, one, two. Goat brain in that motherfucker. They put a goat's brain... And boy, could you tell. Yeah! Uh, there was a good moment of just a zoom in of him staring dead into the, the camera. The camera work in here was incredible. That did terrify me just a little bit. That was the scariest part of the whole movie, I won't lie to you. Um, but it did have a cute happy ending. I'm gonna believe that it was a thruple of the med student. I believe it. The, uh, gal pal and Bella. And that was pretty much where it ended. Yeah. It was great. It was a great ending shot. It got a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. 93? Do you think it did better than Saltburn? It definitely did better than Saltburn. This movie is so for me. That's crazy. I got a 72%. That's highway absolute motherfucking robbery. That's crazy. I know. I, listen, I, Saul Burn is for me, and it's, I'm keeping it in a little treasure box 
um, in a little envelope close to my heart, um, and I'm not sharing it with anyone anymore because I don't like the way it's been treated online or in person. I just don't like any other attitude than my attitude about it, so therefore I shan't be sharing her with anyone. Um, y'all can have this one. It was pretty good. Um, you actually made Y'all can have this, before. though. I don't want to hear any normie. <clears throat> okay, never in my life have I actually, like, not <laughs> said the word normie, but I feel it so strongly. Surreal movies that hit the mark are so important to me, because, like, they're so rare. Like, you can get a surreal movie that, like, is okay, and, like, they, they're going for something, but they don't quite hit it. Like, this movie hits it. It's hard. Books are a way better medium for surreal shit, because mm-hmm. you can just say whatever, but yeah. to make you see whatever it's is harder. a feat. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I will say, this movie kind of reminded me of my most favorite movie in the entire world in history. Um, it is called The Jack and the Cuckoo Clock Heart. Oh my god. Do you remember? Yeah. Mm. It reminded me of it quite a lot, actually. Um, if you haven't seen it, you absolutely should. Um, it's originally in French, I believe, but I watched it originally in English, so it won't hurt you. It's a musical. Um, it's delightful. weird. The score in this one, in Poor Things... So unsettling. Interesting. I was just kind of there. I didn't notice it. I was not good. It was intentional and it was everywhere. Like, oh it wait, surround. There was some you. of the instruments, like the vi- the violin notes, were like, "Whoa, this is kind of a vibe." Mm-hmm. Score by Jerskin Fendrix, or just all the music by Jerskin Fendrix. Mm. Um, like knocked it out of the park. Beautifully done. Where is it landing on your tier list? Oh man, it now. I don't think you're gonna like this, but there's a continuum. There's a continuum for me from Saltburn on one end. Now it's not like a goodness factor; it's just a a continuum with no value attached. But there is a continuum between Saltburn and Bardo, and this was on that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was so much closer to Bardo. It's the the nasty. It's the nasty fucked up of it all. Because when you want to talk about um, a distasteful nudity involving film, you put those words in the grammatical order that they belong. That's not my job, alright? You can deal with that one. Um, it's the unhinged nudity of it all. In, in and this I mean movie. that. In Bardo and this wait, movie. Wait, wait, wait. When did Bardo have nudity? Was that when I fell asleep? Oh my god, did you fall... First of all, did you fall asleep during the sex dungeon? No, oh my That's god, I'm not, I'm not talking about Bardo. I meant Babylon. You okay, fool. rewind that, okay? Roll it back. Not Bardo, Babylon. <laughs> okay. Easily confused movies, I'm Yeah, sure. but no, okay. The, you, I'm just, the cinematography continuum for Bardo, mm-hmm. moving on. The, the content, the plot, the trigger warnings? Sure. The strangeness of it all is on a continuum from Saltburn to Babylon. Okay. Um. Interesting. Where does it land? Closer to Babylon. Okay. But... I think the content like, yeah. was the content was more exciting. Babylon pissed me off because I didn't care for the story, mm. but this was like the emotional impact of Babylon, but the like a good story actually. Mm. It was so, a massively beautiful. So story. like God forbid you watched Babylon and you thought, "Wow, I'll never see another movie again. I'm done with movies." Um, come back, watch Poor Things. You're fine. It's fine. <laughs> You're gonna be okay. Yeah, don't worry about it. Dust it off. So. So where does it fit? Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So I didn't like it more than Saltburn. Sure. Number two is Barbie. 
No, I think first I need to put it in a tier. Yeah. I don't know if it was S. I have to see it again because I was was not too high. Yeah, I was. Um, I was in the back rooms. I was (laughs) in a different place on a a different dimension, a different level of reality. Mm. But I don't like as I'm. I'm guessing right now. My vibes right now. I don't think it's S tier. I think I feel it fits with me where they clone Tyrone fits emotionally. Alright. It was just, like, more weird and less, like, funny. I don't know. They, they're sisters. Tyrone and poor things. Interesting. I don't... It's vibes. Sure. No, yeah. I'm there. Um, I think it might be, like, upper A tier. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, I think it's A tier. And so, where are those? Those are fitting on, like, seven, eight, and nine. Oh, God. I liked it. I liked it more than, more than Wonka. Did I like it more than D and D? I need to see it again. But I think I think I'm somewhere around the like seven, eight, nine of the year zone of the year. All right. Would you like to know mine? Yeah. You love surreal S tier movie, baby. Yeah. This is very nearly my favorite movie of the year. So very nearly. If it was so. It was so titties derogatory. That's the only thing. It was so, it was so, like, borderline child molesty. It was so... No, no, I'm, okay, okay, actually, I was just thinking about this earlier. I saw a tweet, so don't hold that against me. (laughs) But I saw a tweet about how, like, people have started to, like, just, I don't remember exactly what it said, but it was something regarding interaction with media, and I don't think it was media literacy, but it was, like... I you know ha- what you're saying. You have to, like, declare how, what exactly you think about every piece of media, and if you disagree with it wholeheartedly, or if you don't, and what you think about it, and that, like, means that you can't enjoy that media, I can absolutely disagree completely with, like, disagree. This whatever. better not be a read. You better not think this of me right now. No. Okay. I'm just, like, I'm, 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 I'm saying I'm this because be- I was thinking I'm about it I'm being quiet, and I'm not loudly defending myself, because I'm trusting you. That you don't think that I have to agree with every piece of media. Why would I think that? I don't That's know, That's the point dude. that I'm making. Okay, yeah. I think that, first of all, every little bit of consent in the first three quarters of this movie was non-existent. Not a single bit of, like, was informed, actual consent occurred in this entire movie. And it was delightful in the sense that we saw her learning, first of all, what that means. Secondly... Like, consent for her, consent for other people, boundaries for her, boundaries for other people. And then as she, like, grows, her mind grows very quickly and her, you know, she's getting used to everything. You can see how her bodily autonomy and her general autonomy yeah. was growing and getting better and better and better. And she was growing as a person. It was quite good. It was, mm, the, it was the character growth was tangible. Yes. But this is the one of those that we were thinking, I was thinking about earlier. Mm. Um, me, we, the community, these people who also saw the exact same tweet that I saw, um, regarding, like, media that makes you uncomfortable. I have thoughts on this. Interesting. Go ahead. You can finish. That was most of it. Okay. Um, well, I, I do think that there, there is so much merit in uncomfortable movies because they make you think, um, God, I'm, why can't we have these conversations when I'm sober? (laughs) The thoughts are flying very fast in there. Uh-oh. Like a whirlwind. Do you like a moment? No, it won't help. Okay. <laughs> I fear. Um, Shout them out if you need to. I don't mind. No, because they're too fast. Mm. I won't catch them. Um, No, like, it, 
uncomfortable movies when done well are important, but they can be, if you want to be uncomfortable, there's something to be said for like wanting to be uncomfortable, wanting to watch challenging things because you want to think about them and explore why they make you feel the way that you feel, you know? Yeah. A sociological kind of type beat. In a, like, that's damaging to yourself? No. Or? Like, it's it's good, it's enrichment. It's a meat basketball in your enclosure. Poor Things is a meat basketball in your enclosure, coming to you soon. Coming to enclosures near you. Yeah. Coming to your enclosure, enclosure <laughs> as soon as you are ready to leave your house and go to the theater. Tonight. Um, Tonight. Today. Pack your bags. Yeah. Take us with you. Um, No, it's good to watch things that challenge you, and it's bad to think about things in black and white, because then you're boring, and I don't want to talk to you about movies. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, that's the only thing. The only thing keeping me from putting this in my number one movie spot is because I hit that mark of, is this this just porn now? Like, I was maybe two to three sex scenes before the end of all of the sex scenes of the movie. Two to three, and I was like, well, okay, I'm done with this now. Being high helps with that. Slay. I got the general impression that should I not have been blasted out of my mind, that I would be a little uncomfortable at this time. But because I was blasted out of my mind, it just kind of passed, like, over and through me, and it was no problem. It wasn't even necessarily uncomfortable. It was just that I didn't know if it was necessary anymore. Like, we'd made the point. We'd had the first stuff, like, the second stuff, the getting used to it stuff, the getting knowing, the getting to know it stuff. And then we had several sex scenes for the sake of Wild more and crazy sex scenes. sex scenes. Yeah. And I guess it was, like, her reaching that point that we're talking about with the, the madam about, like, the dark place. Mm, yeah. Before she gets to the wise bit. Uh-huh. But I didn't know if we needed all of it. So that is what's putting it at number two instead of number one. Saltburn is still number one. Number two is now Poor Things. Number three is Across the Spider-Verse. It's crazy. Um, it is uh, the creator in Renfield, though, as four and five. Barbie is dropping from my list. Damn. Unfortunately. You need a top ten list instead of a top five. Yeah. All right. Was there anything else about Poor Things that you wanted to say? Surely. We might, I might have to dip back into this after we've done our second watch as, like, a little bonus well, half, back half of a different episode. Yeah. I have update. something, um, a thinking back bit. I don't know what we're calling this. I don't remember. We're, get after us on Twitter. That's not it. Get us in the comments. It's, well, um, but it is um, thinking about last time regarding Godzilla, God. minus one. I spoke to a friend who saw the movie and they noticed something in the very final scene with the wife, or soon-to-be wife. They noticed um, a black mark crawling up her neck. And so now there's fan theories. Um, and Because I watched the clip, and there were. I watched some I don't clips. know why that's so unsettling to me right now, yeah. but it just gave me the just capital H-E-B, capital J-G-B's. <laughs> I'm so sorry to do it to you, I am. But, so they're thinking, I don't know any Godzilla lore, but I know from these fan theory videos I've been looking at that there are humanoid Godzilla stuff. It's like... I haven't their, seen those. Their DNA changes or something. I feel like it's probably dubious science, as is all Godzilla. But... Godzilla's allowed. Godzilla is allowed. She can have it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very interesting, and they're, think, they're hinting at that there might be another movie in this vein. All Godzilla remakes would be good. Mm-hmm. That would be good for me. It'd be exciting. And I do want to see more from these characters, so that could be great. I did like them a lot. It would be devastating, I fear. 
No rewatches. Would we watch anything for the first time at home? I watched. <gasps> I watched Little Women, the 2019 movie, for the first <laughs> for the time. The first time it is crazy. It took four hours to watch because I was streaming it, and it, it would not effing play. I was so angry. But it did change my life a little bit. Um, Greta Gerwig, she's good at one thing and one thing only, and it's girl. It's girlhood and it's girl. Greta, Greta knows the girls. Yeah, it's her whole thing. She's very, very good at it. Um, but I did love it so much. So, so much. Anyway. It was pretty good. I watched it for Mr. Chalamet, um, during a darker time. Um, and enjoyed the rest of the movie, too. I watched it for Florence Pugh, um, and Emma Watson. Yeah. Um, I left with Timothy Chalamet and the actress who played Under your arm like a football? (laughs) Yes. Just both of them? Yeah, Lori and Joe, and I'm just running. All right, she's running. running. (laughs) I watched Eyes Wide Shut. Oh yeah. Um, I was expecting some nasty freak shit, and what I didn't get was that I was expecting the vibe of poor things. Mm. Um, but what I got was nothing. Well, I guess a mystery. Ooh, I'm so sorry that so thrilling. You. Just the most boringest sex castle ever, dude. Don't watch <laughs> that show. If you're looking for an exciting sex castle, watch the last half of the movie Babylon. Yeah, but as little of the movie as you can. Honestly. Get blasted. Get, oh yeah, get so Hurt yourself a little bit as a treat. Blackout drunk, watch Babylon. I think the vibes will be immaculate, and I think you won't regret it at all. Yeah. You've got to wait till the whole end of it. Sit your, strap yourself into the couch. Yikes. Anyway. Surely you won't regret this. Um, I think that's it for me. Anything from you? No. Beautiful. Well, it's twelve thirty. I'm sleeping. Well, all right. We have a Twitter at Three Free Movies. It is the number three free movies, and we've got an email if you want to send us movie recommendations or any requests. Um, and that is Three Free Movies at pm dot me. You could email me cat pics on there. You could email us cat pics. I actually do quite recommend that. Um, we Just will send you one cat pic back for every cat pic you send don't us. Listen, if you get five thousand emails of cat pics. Don't, be the don't make promises that you can't keep. <laughs> I will probably maybe send one picture of Grigory Rasputin, Russia's Greatest Love Machine, the cat. He has a cat. <laughs> if you're lucky, I'll you're pick lucky. seven, and those seven emails will get cat pictures. It's crazy. A raffle. Yeah. <laughs> um, Alright, well. Good night. Thanks no, for listening. Don't do that. <laughs>